Miyagi taught him well. Secret of Miyagi family karate. I don't get it. Practice, you will. <laughs> Miyagi discovered the man within the boy. Never put passion before principle. Even if winning, you lose. Now Daniel must discover the man within himself. No more tournaments. No more cheering crowds. You are listening to Don't Be That Guy, Got a Sequel Remix. This is episode 399. I'm Marquis Mike. Ticking away one more to the Big 400 celebration. Yeah. We're going to have streamers. Oh, we should get those, uh, yeah, those pop things, those little noise poppers. Yeah, noise poppers, confetti. What are those things you blow and the thing rolls out? They're like, ring. Oh, right, yeah, like New Year's. Yeah. Are those just called noisemakers? Yeah, I've never... They have like a really generic name. I haven't seen one of those in a long time. Yeah. I'd like to get one of those. Yeah, you know, and they, yeah, they just yeah, run it down. It spins out and it kind of like, sounds like a duck. Yeah, like and it rolls back in. Yeah, right? those are cool. What a cool design. Blow it in someone's face, you know, you whack them. Like whack them, and maybe they get a little spit in their eye. Oh, yeah, I mean, you're, you're really hard. going for it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we'll do, uh, you know, big, big 400. It'll be it'll be bigger than our 300. Wait. And I'm sure you guys remember that one. No. Yeah. That was a blowout. Yeah. <laughs> I think I'm still hungover from that one. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, real quick, I'm going to look. So uh, you 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 vamp for what what did we do for our three hundredth episode? A uh, hundred episodes yeah, ago. It was a hundred episodes ago. I'm betting it was a Halloween session. Yep, it was. Carrie. Carrie. Yeah. For and we weren't doing themes then. With Chloe Morentz. Chloe Morentz and uh, did I get her name right? Chloe Grace. Grace. Chloe Grace Morentz. Grace Morentz. Yeah, that sounds right. Definitely, yeah. And was someone famous the mom? Yeah. Probably. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Like Jamie Lee Curtis or something. Yeah. Um. <laughs> yeah. We watched it. I think we were like, it's fine. Yeah, I think it was a. Uh, it was okay. Yeah. I may have been done with those ambiguous, didn't need it, but I liked it. Yeah, kind of those, things. right? Yeah. Or it was like you were just like mad on it, but you were like, we totally needed it to know that it was mad. <laughs> you'll, you'll throw that out there. Every it now could and then. be. Yeah, yeah. Well, wait till you hear what we got going for four hundred. But before we get there, what have you been watching? I gosh, like we were talking before we started rolling here. I I played twelve hours of Zelda. Yeah, one one day this weekend, and so I thought, man, I must not have watched anything, because that's like six movies worth at yeah. least. And now, th- and then I'm looking at my list, I'm like, I actually did watch some stuff. Do you think it's surprising that no one's tried the Zelda live action movie? No, I don't, because Nintendo is notoriously protective of their oh, okay. properties. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. I just figured after, like, the Mario thing, it'd be like, why not go with Zelda? Well, they did just announce a live-action Zelda. That's what you're talking about, right? Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, they Nintendo just announced they are um, working on a live-action Zelda movie. Uh-huh. As we speak. Great. Yeah, since it hasn't happened since, it is because Nintendo is crazy protective of their intellectual properties. Uh-huh. Yeah. But then that Super Mario cartoon did gangbusters, so. though. Yeah. So, right. Yeah, I. Do we know explain the not the titular Zelda, but the the main character Link? Yeah. Timothy Chalamet. 
He looks elfish. Oh, that'd be great. He'd yeah. Pay. yeah, he could he could work a work on a work a tunic and tights. Yeah, for sure. He looks like Peter Pan. Yeah, yeah. yeah. all right. Yeah, he does. <laughs> I, and I think too the failure of the original Mario Brothers movie went along how just not only critically bad but commercially bad. Yeah. Maybe they're like okay. Yeah, we're not doing it until the time is right. right. So, anyway, yeah, watch some stuff. And uh, looking at the things that I watched, I'm like, wow, actually, I put some time in here, Mark. So, let's go to the standard. 2009, Inglorious Bastards. Cash. That's a cash movie. Same day? Mm-hmm. 2012, Django Unchained. So that's like seven hours of movie. Yeah. Right there. Uh, I'm giving Django Unchained a hesitant cash. Oh, interesting. Upon watching it again, I think it was about my third time watching it. Yeah. I really do think it is maybe the weakest of the Tarantino films. Okay. Um, yeah, it's probably a little better than, than Death Proof. Uh-huh. Um, which is probably, to me, to me the weakest... Um, I think he, he was he, he did Death Proof. He right? did Death Planet. Proof. Yeah, Planet Death was uh, Robert Rodriguez. Planetaria. <sighs> it's hard to say that. I don't know. I'm interested. The one I so I, I think I have Planetaria or um, Death Proof down at the bottom. The one I only saw it one time, so it, probably worth another viewing. Although I probably seen Django twice. Was Hateful Eight. I just I'd be curious on a rewatch of that where I where I put that one back. Right now, I would have Hateful Eight much higher okay. than Django, but like you, I've only seen it once, mm-hmm. and so I probably could give it a rewatch, too, uh, as well. Okay. Um, so I'm, I'm giving it, I mean, it is a good movie, so it's cash. Yeah. If we're doing cash and trash on the Tarantinos... On the Tarantinos, yeah. That's a, that's a different podcast. Yeah. Um, but Inglourious Bastards is well above Django. That's one I will sneakily, I mean, be like, hey, let's put this in the conversation with Pulp Fiction. It's, it's for epic. like, is one of his best. Yeah, it is, it is so epic. And I, I, my dad is also a big Tarantino fan. Yeah. I texted him when I, st- I was like, I'm just letting you know, dad, I'm watching Glorious Bastards right now. And he, for the next two hours, every 20 minutes, he's hitting me with an Inglorious Bastards quote. I'm like, Dad, you're inc- this is incredible. Yeah. He's just like, <laughs> he must have watched this movie a lot. <laughs> I, uh, Inglourious Bastard, uh, it was one of the first movies I, like, redeemed the digital code on, and I had a, I remember I had an iPod. You remember you put a movie on your iPod? Yeah. I had Inglourious Bastard on my iPod, and I remember that'd be the one I, like, flew to Seattle, so that's an hour flight. I would just watch the opening scene to Inglourious Bastards on my iPod. <laughs> I really like that movie. Yeah, and that opening scene. That's all. It's it's so it's so uh, so powerful mm-hmm. and just fun. Uh, moving on, I watched a movie from 2018. This is okay. This bear with me here. This movie is called <coughs> The Legacy of a White-tailed Deer Hunter. Mm. And I'd like to just say what this is about briefly. Yeah, it's kind of got a good idea. This is a Danny McBride, Jody Hill collab. Josh Brolin is the main star in this. It is about a guy who 
who does hunting movies or hunting TV shows or movies you'd see on like, you know, like Spike TV or what, you know, on a Saturday morning, like a guy out hunting whitetail. Sure. Or on yeah. the Outdoor Network. And it's about him taking his son on his first deer hunt. And hijinks ensue. It's not terribly funny. It's it's a trash movie. It's it's trash. But I, I found I thought it was a very interesting idea, especially for someone who kinda like I watched a lot of those shows growing up. I don't know why I'm, my dad was a hunter, but and I hunted a little bit. My dad didn't watch those things. I don't right. know why I did, but they would just be on. I would always um, catch a it would be one of those things where you like you'd watch like uh, Fox Saturday. Maybe it was before like, I don't know. You'd be watching like Saturday morning, maybe college football, like when I was like a kid, and then the game would end, and they would just cut to a guy hunting in the woods. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. And so I, I was just scrolling one night. And I checked it out. It's trash. I mean, it's got the it's got the Dan McBride, Johnny Hill fingerprints on it, but they've done much better things. Yeah. Um, and then, uh, tra- uh, our household tradition, Thanksgiving night, 1989, National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. Always watch it, always cash. And then finally, went back in time, 20, 2010, not that far in time, for fun. Yeah. Throw on Hot Tub Time Machine. You know what? It's cash. I think it's a funny, I've only, that's probably one I've only ever seen once. I remember laughing a lot at it. It's cash. Yeah. It's still... I was laughing pretty hard. I, it is what it is. Yeah. It's a raunch-com. It's a, in a raunch-com, it would be a cash movie. Yeah. So, yeah. That, that's what I did. That, that's what I did. That's a nice... Yeah. Great runtime on that, too. I think it's like an hour 27. Yeah. yeah I appreciate that. I, uh... I did not see a lot. Um, but they're all 2023 releases. So, I'm. you know what? I'm going to make this a, uh... Pretty lazy thrown together, um, my my tier podium list. So I'm I'm gonna put talk about these in the order in which I enjoyed them, going from least bronze bronze bron- to gold. Bronze to gold. Uh, this okay. In defense of this movie, I jumped in 20 minutes late and I did not finish the last 20 minutes. So I didn't. I guess this is a did not finish, but I I was still gonna count because I got enough of what I needed to see. Uh, in third place, we're going to go with Shazam, Fury of the Gods. Is that the movie with Shaq? No. Uh, I told, That's not 2023. I told my wife, I was like, I, oh, yeah, I watched uh, Shazam. She's like, the movie with Shaq? I was like, no. That's Kazam. Okay. Uh, Shazam is a DC uh, superhero movie. Oh. Now. Red, red suit guy. Red suit guy. Chest, red suit, big chest guy. So he's a child that has superpowers. Yeah. And then when he says Shazam, he turns into the superhero yeah. Shazam. Um. Now, also in defense of this movie, coming in third place, I did not see Shazam. This was just on. This was just on cable. Oh, this um, is the follow up. This is the this is the sequel. We might do this for the for the sequel. Um, but I was like, oh, let me see. Let me check what this is about. And I watched a good portion of this, and uh, it's trash. It, it's it's just it's pretty bad. Uh, again, I didn't see how it ended, but. I got up to the point where I was like, I think I know how these end. These, we're just going to be a big CGI battle scene for the final 20 minutes. And uh, I was like, I'm going to bed. <laughs> uh, I, I guess I picked this up later. Just so dream I, it. I'll just dream it, yeah. <laughs> I, I, I'm guessing things work out well for Shazam and crew. Um, it lives. Yeah. yeah, it's just, I don't know. It didn't look good, and it's just, and, yeah, it was trash. 
Second place. This is Hulu. This is gold. This is the silver place. Now this is a uh, Charlie Day from Always Sunny fame directorial debut in Fool's Paradise. This is Charlie Day essentially is doing his Charlie Chaplin impression, and that's fun for a little bit. But then the movie just kind of keeps going and going. It's like, what is the point of this movie? He plays like a like a I don't say like he's not a like a mentally a, a traumatized person who does not speak and has like the mental capacity they say of a Labrador retriever. Uh, and he somehow I I think they're making a statement on like Hollywood because he gets like cast to be in this like Western Billy Kid movie. But he, it it just allows Char, uh, Charlie Day to do a Charlie Chaplin impression for an hour and a half and. Part of it's really good, but then the movie just really drags. Uh, Adrian Brody's in it, and he is uh, very funny as a um, sort of method actor. But overall, the movie's trash. I'm putting this in the trash category too. First place. This is this is gold. This is a Peacock original, The Treasure of Foggy Mountain. This is from the uh, Please Don't Destroy guys. These are like um, like a sketch comedy group. Okay. So it felt very like. Um, that mystery, what's it called? Mystery Team. That did you ever see that with the Derek Comedy? Um, Donald Glover was in it. Uh, so those were like internet guys, and they got to make a movie. And Aubrey Plaza was in it, yeah, and the, similar thing. There's like three sketch guys, and then there's a you know like and then there's a bunch of like celebrity cameos. Uh, I laughed at a lot of like the jokes in it, but as a movie, this is also trash. Um, it's, they're sketch comedy guys. I was like, oh, there's like a lot of funny, like, if these were like two minute shorts, I would have laughed at this punchline, but then the movie just kind of keeps going and uh, overall it doesn't work. So, uh, yeah, there you go. That, uh, the trash podium. Three movies that uh, that weren't very good. But um, I did get to watch two other movies that we are doing for the start of Wrong Side of the Tracks. Wrong Side of the Tracks. We watched the 1986 sequel to the 1984 uh, movie, The Karate Kid. The Karate Kid uh, stars Rolf Macchio, Pat Morita, Elizabeth Shue, uh, Martin Cove, William Zapka. Hassled by school bullies, Danny LaRusso has his share of adolescent woes. Luckily, his apartment building houses a resident martial art master, Kasuke Miyagi who agrees to train Daniel and ends up teaching him much more than self-defense. Armed with newfound confidence, skill, and wisdom, Daniel ultimately faces off against his tormentors in this hugely popular classic underdog tale. The Karate Kid, only the old one, could teach him the secrets of the masters. <coughs> was this your first time watching The Karate Kid? No, <coughs> was not. Karate Kid was like... I mean, this came out in 84. I was yep. born in 82. So, I mean, I'm, I'm that stereotypical Karate Kid was my shit growing yeah. up. I watched, I watched it a few times. I've probably seen it, I've probably seen it upwards of 20 times, I'd say. So, when you announced we were doing this, I think I said, like, I don't think I've actually ever sat down and watched this. Sitting down to watch it, I go, I've seen this movie beginning to end. Like, I, I knew every scene. 
maybe, you know, you said 1984. Like, I probably saw this when I was, like, six years old. Like, I probably caught on cable in 1990. Um, so I don't remember sitting down to watch, but every part, I was like, oh, yeah, okay, I, I, I know I, I know yeah. this movie. Yeah. And it's been, and it's it's referenced in pop culture nonstop, and it hasn't, since this movie <coughs> came out, it has not been stopped being referenced. You know, it is everywhere. Yeah. Uh, so, watching it again in 2023, what are your thoughts on The Karate Kid? It, honestly, it still holds up to me, for me. I, I thoroughly enjoyed it. Um, Pat Morita is next level as Mr. Miyagi. I mean, it is such a remarkable character and, and performance. It really is. Ralph Macchio, take him or leave him. Be completely honest. I, I think they could have cast any teenage kid as that uh teenage kid slash martial artist slash martial artist yeah you need a kid who at least knows martial arts is he the least they i mean they do does this a he lot, know right? so is the story he knew martial arts going into this i don't or? think ralph macho knows because he arts. doesn't look like he i was gonna so you know, we watch a lot of like action movies and they'll cast kids and i think usually when they cast a kid it's like Oh, he's pretty convincing, and it turns out, oh, well, he had a martial arts background, and that's why they cast him. Is Ralph Macho the least convincing martial art master ever portrayed on film? Um, there is a there's a slowness. Yeah, I mean, he just looks like an awkward, gangly kid. Yeah, which is interesting because the soccer scene, mm-hmm. both soccer scenes, I'm like. Oh, Macho can run, and he, he, he seems to have some athletic ability. Oh, yeah, I'm sure. But, but yeah, his martial arting doesn't, even when he's doing the artsy practice stuff, like we're seeing the montage yeah. of him practicing, doesn't even look convincing. I'm sure he was an athletic kid who they taught a little bit of martial arts for the movie. But it, play, it plays, though, like... I mean that that character has to be frail and look frail, and because yeah. that's the that's the whole point of Miyagi Dojo, right? Is is it's not about being the strongest; it's about being the smartest. Oh yeah, you know I, I had this thought watching the second one, uh, and we'll get into that when you know he's he's going off against um, you know the other guy. We'll, we'll, but I was like, oh man, Macho, he's just so frail. I was like, hey, you know what? That's karate. Like Bruce Lee was like a small dude. Uh, and, you know, kick your ass. It's just the movements where I go, I'm not buying that. Yeah, I mean, Chuck Norris isn't a, ha- a huge guy. Yeah, I'm watching Machio throw these kicks. I'm like, I feel like I could kick his ass still. <laughs> I, feel, I feel like Johnny can still kick his ass. Like, he's moving, but I'm like, I'm just not buying these, I'm just not buying these kicks. Uh, yeah, This, I probably, ha- probably hadn't seen Karate Kid, I mean, since probably I was like 10 years old. So rewatching this for the first time, I was I was pleasantly surprised how like delighted I was with the movie. It's it's a very, it's a good movie. It's very it's just fun. It's sweet. Um, Pat Morita, fantastic. And you know you're like Macho, take him or leave him. I don't know if he's good as Daniel Larusso, but he does. There are these scenes with especially when he's with Pat Morita. There's just this like sincerity, this earnestness. I'm like. I liked, I, you know what, I, I like Danny and uh, uh, Miyagi together. Yeah. It's just when he talks to everybody else, I'm like, are you a good actor? I don't know. They have some chemistry. That they, yeah, those two just, yeah. it just works with those guys, and I like seeing them. Um, the Karate Kid, 
eight million dollar budget, hundred and I mess, most of that must have been to martial art lessons. Hundred thirty million dollars <laughs> at the box office, eighty nine percent on Rotten Tomatoes based on only forty four reviews. Utterly predictable and wholly of its time, but warm, sincere, and difficult to resist, due in large part to Pat Morita and Machio's relaxed chemistry. I mean, that's a smash hit, right? Yeah. That that hundred thirty, yeah. And to say something is predictable, I'm not sure. Especially the, this genre of movie. Uh-huh. Of course, it's predictable. Yeah, I mean this. Like follows, if, it's yeah, like. If you're gonna, if you're like, oh, that horror movie was predictable. Sure. Yeah, that sucks. Uh, a murder mystery. Or a murder Predict- mystery. Like, yeah. No, come on, man. But yeah, this is a coming of like it's a high school like these. Uh, remember the Titans is predictable. Then. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, uh, any of these high school like they're all predictable. Yeah. Like, any any coming of age fish out of water thing is yeah. is predictable, especially in this realm of this. What is this rated PG? Yeah. You know, that realm. Yeah. Yeah, he's he's a kid. He gets bullied. He learns karate. He enters a tournament. Of course, he's going to win the tournament. Like, yeah. I, I, got, I, know we, I know we were in the second one. I got questions about the tournament. I have. I still have questions about the tournament. I don't understand the scoring. I don't understand how it was 2-2. But then Johnny lands a blow, but he doesn't get the point for it. I guess it was illegal. Then I was like, why doesn't Johnny just get disqualified? I know. The other guy made one illegal move and got disqualified. And he got disqualified. I was like... Are there no disqualifications at the championship? It seems like... So, I don't know the rules yeah. either. Like, it seems like you got a point if you scored a clean hit mm-hmm. above the belt. Yeah. Not that you couldn't hit anyone below the belt, but apparently the knees were off limits. Right. I, well, they, I mean, it was a deliberate... He gets disqualified for doing a deliberate shot to an opponent's leg or something. Like, they announce it. Like Yeah, maybe, maybe that's it. And maybe Johnny didn't get disqualified because he swept he swept injured it. leg, yeah. which is... A little suspect in sportsmanship, sure, but not technically illegal. Because you can do like a leg takedown. There was a yes. lot of those. Yeah, my brothers uh, did some kung fu, mm-hmm. and I watched some kung fu fighting tournaments. Yeah, and it is kind of interesting how like how fast those go because they do like the three or five points or yeah. whatever. And it's like, like I watched my brother once. He he whacked. He whacked a dude like he finished the 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 fight in like under like two minutes because he like he just whacked the dude, got a hit, struck him, you know, and that was it. Uh. And then other times, like I'd watch, and it'd be like they would trade, trade, and I mean, it'd go forever, and no one would get a hit. Right. It was weird. So, but it all comes down to the judge too, I think. Who well, scored? Like, what's a clean hit? Yeah. yeah. I, I'm, I'm, yeah, the I after the movie, I I was like, I really don't understand how Johnny Lawrence did not also get disqualified for what he did. Yeah, but then there's also the uh, just to clarify, you know, I, I've read the fun pieces that you know a website will do, uh, and you know, I think the whole premise of Cobra Kai is that oh well, Johnny's the actual hero and Daniel's the the villain. I, I've read the things where it's like, oh yeah, Daniel's this guy backing on his girl, comes in. I watched this movie with clear eyes. Uh, Johnny's a psychopath and Daniel 100% is the victim and the hero of this movie. So let's just put all that yeah. like yeah, counter. And there's the, um, that, what was that sitcom? How I Met Your Mother? Yeah. There's that whole like 
I think it's like a whole series running thing where where Barney loves William Zabka yeah. because he's the hero and great kid, and hates Ralph Macchio because mm. he's in there's and that's hilarious for that sure. show. But yeah, yeah, Johnny's a nut job. from the beginning. He is. It is clear that he and uh, as Ali as Elizabeth Shue uh, yeah. are broken up. Yeah, he is aggressive. He is uh, abusive. He breaks her radio. And the rest of that, he's just a, he's a psycho kid, and uh, yeah, there's no. I mean, if you if you're one of these like, oh yeah, Johnny's the real hero, he's the real victim. No, he's not. He he's a jerk and he gets his comeuppance. Uh, I'm about I mean, I think most of that stuff is in jest. It, I do think it, but uh, I, I watched. I did watch like the first few, uh, like almost all of season one of Cobra Kai. And I think that was a lot of the premise was like, oh yeah, like he kind of was like. Wrong, you know, wronged by the mouth, the, mouth, uh, the Daniel LaRusso train that you know, just coming into his town, taking his girl and beating him in, in his tournament. I haven't seen any of that. Uh, I should watch it. Um, we do get a sequel uh, coming off that. Just two years later, uh, Machio uh, and Pamarita return uh, along with some of. Uh, uh, I guess I, I was good. I didn't see like. Uh, Elizabeth Shue or um, William Zapka's name in the credits, but I mean they're definitely in the beginning. Z- so I uh, wonder Zapka's in the credits. Okay, I don't think Elizabeth Shue is in the credits. She, and I don't think she's actually in the intro. Okay, I was one. I was curious how much of that was like. Did they film that as part of one, and then like saved it? I have a feeling some of that intro stuff was maybe edited. Stuff out. Yeah. Karate Kid one, the first it ends abruptly. Yeah, it is. He gets the final point. He, I think he says, "Mr. He goes, Mr. I did it," and then kind of jumps up and freeze frame end the movie. Yeah. So yeah, I wonder if maybe there was Linda was like, "Yeah, we'll just make this part two. Uh, Twelve million or where was I? Oh yeah, so they all return along, um, joined by Danny. Uh, Kamakona, Nobu McCarthy, Yoji Ukumado, and Tamlin Tomito. After s- discovering that his father is at death's door, Mr. Miyagi sets out to Japan to see him with Daniel. Upon arriving, Miyagi must confront an old rival. Meanwhile, Daniel encounters a new love and some new enemies. The Karate Kid Part 2, this time, the combat is real. Was this your first time seeing The Karate Kid 2? I... No, it wasn't. But I didn't remember much of it. Same. The only part, as I'm watching this, the only part that I remember was the storm. I was like, I've seen this on TV. I've seen this storm. The rest, the rest of their time in Japan, I was like, this is new. I've seen the opening too. Like that, I remember um, the Miyagi uh, nose honk. The nose honk. Yeah, the the battle with the instru- the Cobra Kai instructor. I've seen that. And I've seen the storm, the rest, the end, where they're fighting in that, like, dance hall thing. That, that was new to me. That's interesting because the only scene that I remember uh, is Sato hitting the wood. <laughs> because I just, like, that, I don't know when I saw this, when I was a kid, probably 10 years old yeah. or whatever. And I that stuck with me. I just thought that was the most badass thing. He's got this timber. And he just goes out there and he hits that thing over and over. Mm-hmm. I just think that's badass. You went and out. That just stuck with me. To the deck right after that movie. Did it one time. <laughs> <laughs> Dad, to, I'm going to hit the this. rail. 
I'm gonna hit this spot over and over for the rest of my life. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, my head. Um, Twelve million dollar budget, grossed 130 million at the box office. Exact same returning audience. 44 percent on Rotten Tomato, based on only 32 reviews. Like countless sequels, The Karate Kid Part Two tries upping the stakes without straying too far from the formula, and suffers diminishing returns as a result. Um, we'll start with the good. What what works with the Karate Kid Part Two? Uh, I mean, you you get the you get the two back. We get we get Danielson and Mr. Miyagi back yeah. together. That works. And again, the chemistry. Like, I don't know if Ralph Macchio is a good actor, and I don't know what else he's really done. He's done The Outsiders and My Cousin Vinny. I don't know if he's good in this, but him comforting Miyagi as his dad dies like. This is this is a good touching scene. Yeah, like I'm buying. I'm tearing up. Like listening yeah. to Dan, you know, Daniel recount like being there for his dad's death. Yeah, um, yeah. Those two just they're fun. They're good. Yeah. What? <laughs> it's a weird relationship though. Not I, like not just man. Just giving him a car. That's just. Yeah, I mean, it's just like surrogate father. That's right? just a big gift. Yeah, but that's the thing. That's what's so great about Mr. Miyagi, though. Like, yeah. It's not about the possessions and, yeah. and, you know, material. He leaves him the truck, and I wonder if Dan was like, well, you got like eight other cars. <laughs> <laughs> I'm getting the truck. It's a sweet truck. But. Sweet truck. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I always thought, uh, you know, so Dan- Daniel's mom's not in this one, but like watching the first one, I was like, what is, what is his mom thinking about him just hanging out this old, old guy? And then... He gets, get, like, if I came home on my 16th birthday with a truck or a car, my mom would be like, you're taking that back. <laughs> yeah. You can't I, have this car. I, you would, I think she understood. I think she, yes. I mean, she, her son got his ass beat, like, Yeah, I think she understood. Week. And, you know, and, and another positive is kind of how they work out the characters that couldn't return mm-hmm. to me. Um the, the mom having the job opportunity, training, or wherever yeah. she's leaving. And then, well, we couldn't get Elizabeth Shoe back, so we had to get her out some somehow. Or I don't know if they tried to get her back. Or, I don't know. But just like, I, that was a little abrupt, but I do like how they tie that into the beginning. Just get it over with. Yeah. So we're not like, oh, when's Allie going to show up? When, from the tournament to prom. How much time do you think passes? It said six months. Okay, so if somebody came up. Yeah. I must have it looked at six okay. months later, and I mean, if I was Mr. Miyagi yeah. and my surrogate child rolled up into my driveway with that cherry of a vehicle I gave him, yeah, not running and beat the shit, I'd be one pissed off surrogate father. You'd hit him with that chop, <laughs> <laughs> but. That's what makes Mr. Miyagi better than us. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, because so, there's times where I'm like, man, you know, the first one, when you watch these movies or like sequels and stuff, it's like, oh, the first one was like this love story and then the and then second one's like reset the stakes. You go, so they just broke up and he has finally like a new girlfriend? Totally buy with the Karate Kid. They're 60-year-old kids. Of course you fell in love with the yeah, football player. absolutely. Yeah. Him it, winning him winning the, the, the Valley Karate Tournament... You know that that's that's gonna buy him a couple weeks of like right. you know her love, but yeah, you can't you can't keep it going. They're in high like, school. They're in high school. Yeah, that um, never hardly ever lasts. I'm more. I was more like 
Yo, Miyagi, man. I mean, I get. I'm. Hey, you're a widow, widower, or a widow, widow, uh, widower. I think widower is the is the um, masculine version. Yeah. But well, I don't think it matters. Yeah. Okay. I'm all for seniors reconnecting and finding new love when their loved one pass on. You did have a wife that you were pretty torn up about in the first one, and now there's your old flames back in the picture. You yeah. found out she never married. There was no no talk about uh, you know Mrs. Miyagi. Yeah, there there there's geese so and uh, you know exactly exactly some of the plot is thin. Yeah, and that part in particular is almost. Um, I was almost insulted by it. Yeah. Because because we were so like emotionally tied to his love for his wife from the first movie. And mm-hmm. then this, it, it just was such a thin plot to, you know, or, or, or I guess maybe that's more of the story to drive the plot. Right. I mean, the, the, we had to, yeah, that drives, that drives the conflict. You know, the, the plot is getting them to Japan. Right. And then that drives the conflict. Yeah. But it just was like, what? That's not fair to us. That's right. not fair to the viewer. Yeah, definitely maybe more well-written of his, you know. Again, he reconnects with his old girlfriend. That's totally fine. But to be like, I should have taken you with me. It's like, you had a, you had a wife. You fought World War II. She was going to have your child, you know. They die, you know, die during childbirth, like, and and then you were wrecked for the next thirty years or whatever. Why couldn't they have just? They could have kept that Sato. That's why Sato held a grudge. Uh-huh. But that could have just been his wife. We didn't have to have another woman. Yeah, that just makes no sense. When they first, when it first got, when he starts talking about why he left Okinawa, I thought. That was the wife. Me too, yeah. And then he's like, oh, I just... And then you find out, I was like... It wasn't really until she showed up. I was like, oh, he didn't marry her? Yeah. I, I, so you left, you found a new wife, but she, meanwhile, has just never remarried. I mean, that's a massive shortcoming in yeah. this film. Yeah. Uh, it makes me take everything I said about Mr. Miyagi from the first one. And especially because her character, like, didn't bring anything to the table in the, in the movie. Yeah. At all. They could have had anyone being his father's t- caretaker, or maybe maybe he had a sister. Could have been his sister. Could or, have been uh, yeah. I don't know if you mentioned like his mom. Like could have been his mom. Yeah, and that's why he's kind of hanging around the village. Yep. Towards the yeah, like he didn't. Yeah, the love interest of it. Uh, we'll get into, but oh, same with Dan. Like Daniel, you didn't really need like the that kind of drag. Daniel's anytime it was just Daniel and. Uh, his his girl that he's pursuing, I just felt the movie kind of dragged. There's yeah. too much dancing in this movie. Yeah, that, the Daniel Kamiko thing was not Kamiko. Yeah, not convincing at all. Right. I guess you know maybe you need someone for, but that just could have been him in the village. Maybe he, he forms a bond with. Uh, yeah, he's a high school kid. He could be crushing on a good looking girl. Yeah, you still but, need uh, so much of the film dedicated to, yeah. to it because yeah, he, he could have just been a girl, and then he watches her dance at the end. Chosen shows up, you know, offers to, or is going to kill her, and then him and Daniel got, got to throw down. Uh, but we're still talking about the good. And, yeah, Marita and LaRusso had, do have great chemistry. Mm. 
there is in the beginning of this movie and then in the middle I enjoyed that there is a lot of unintentional comedy and I was I found myself laughing a lot at this movie the beginning with uh, Cobra Kai instructor just slapping 15 year old boys is I was that was just so funny to me of him he's got Johnny in a chokehold and all these kids like are trying to pull him he's just like backhanding him it's funny and then the great Miyagi you know gonna chop him and then just honks the nose I and, love it and you, in the 80s you can do that man yeah. you could have you could have choked that kid out in the 80s <laughs> yeah for sure now you'd be you'd be in jail yeah like they, you you'd be on you'd be viral and arrested oh the kids wouldn't even try to pull him off Johnny they'd just take their phones yeah, out yeah take the phones out and call the cops like yeah. you, and then Miyagi would have got arrested yeah it's, yeah what yeah. did we become <laughs> Uh, that's great. It, the unintentional comedy with uh, with the nephew and his goons show up to threaten Miyagi, and they have the gardening equipment, and then they just tear up the tidiest. Miyagi's like, "I'm a farmer, not a fighter," and then they're like, "We're gonna we're gonna destroy your farm." Then, and it's just this very small row of crops, <laughs> and the way they're going about destroying it. It just made me laugh because these are like mafia, mafia type, right? Like thugs, right, right? And they're just taking these garden hose and just messing up this guy's garden. Chop, chop, chop. <laughs> it, when they're sending the message, and the two guys just grab the plant and uproot it, and like, uh, pull the yeah, pull the plant out, or like drop flower pots. It just it made me laugh. I was like, I wish there was just more of that '80s kind of unintentional yeah. comedy throughout it. But I did enjoy it when we got it. Um. Oh, I'll throw this in the positive. Um, Sundown showing up at the bar. That was uh, I was like when I recognized an actor yeah. who was just playing GI number two. I like how you call him Sundown. I always call him Trevette because I watched a lot of Walker Texas. Oh, is that okay? <laughs> yeah, Sundown. Yeah, Sundown. I yeah, because like, I was like, ah, oh, it's Trevette. Yeah, that's, <laughs> uh, yeah. I was like Sundown or the the guy from Die Hard, but I don't know if he gets a name. Um, and then the BD Wong. I saw his name in the cast. I didn't see him in the movie. Yeah, he's the one who hands the flyer to the dance. Okay, yeah, yeah. I saw that he was in the... I went to go verify. I was like, that's the guy That's the guy from Top Gun, right? And then before him was B.D. Wong as Kid on Street. I was like, oh, I missed him. Yeah, I was like, B.D. Wong. Yeah. <laughs> that's awesome. So those, those are fun. Um, what didn't work outside of the couple things? Oh, staying in the positive real fast. Um, chosen as a villain. I dug him. What I just—it's—it's it's a cold move that when she throws the tomato on his shirt and him just taking his shirt off to show that he's completely jacked. It's just got corpulent fucking chest. Yeah, and just like throws the shirt like that she just ruined. And just like keep it, add that to your collection. It's like man, okay, I know he's the villain, but guys, that's a cold move. Yeah, that's that guy. It's funny because he was in a movie I watched. Prior to the last show, Gleaming the Cube. Oh, he's kind of typecast. Yeah, I saw a- Asian mobster typecast yeah. kind of guy. Well, if this helps break the typecast, he is in uh, Cobra Kai. I guess that's not breaking the typecast, but I. It sounds much like the Johnny character. Maybe he was misunderstood in reading what he's doing in Cobra Kai. Is like, oh, so he's a good guy, huh? So I might have to check this Cobra Kai stuff out. Yeah. Well, I was reading, he shows them in season four. I'm like, they made four seasons of this already? Wow. But it's like Netflix, I'm sure each season's only like eight to ten episodes or something. 
Yeah. You can knock it out during yeah, a Zelda YouTube. game. Wasn't it? Didn't it start on YouTube? Wasn't it YouTube? I believe the first season was a YouTube, YouTube thing. Show. YouTube Prime. Remember when they, yeah, yeah. Was YouTube Red or something? Yeah. Uh, YouTube Red, yeah. Yeah. But, yeah, now Netflix. Um, yeah, so that's what I have for the positives. Uh, what, what what didn't work? Um, yeah, I mean, we talked about, you know, the, 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 the plot being pretty thin. Mm. Um, and, and just some of the... Some of the things just uh, don't don't make sense. I think I know we're trying. They're trying to like show how much the Okinawa Island has changed since Shirogi left. But, yeah. Like, the stuff with the the air base, like the the U.S. air base, and that never actually comes back into play. And then um, Sato just like owns a castle. Mm-hmm. Like that didn't make sense. Um, yeah, I mean, I was bummed they didn't bring back Elizabeth Shue. I like how they wrote her out. Yeah. But, I mean, I really like Elizabeth Shue. Sure. Um, so that bummed me out. She could have gone to Japan, too, right? Yeah, she could have been on, you These know. kids just like, hey, I just bought my own ticket to Japan. Yeah, she's rich. She's We're like, showing yeah, up. Her parents, like, yeah, Oh, that could be what he says. She buys the tickets for her and Daniel. Yeah, they just show in. up. Yeah, or whatever. show up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A bunch of idiot, dumb idiot high school kids. And now they're fish out of water yeah. in Japan. Like, oh, yeah. It would be great. Yeah. But then, yeah, I think we mentioned, I think we mentioned a bunch of the negatives already, too. But, yeah, too much, too much of that Kamiko Danielson stuff, yeah. the, the dancing stuff, like the sock hop they went to. Mm-hmm. Who gives a shit? Yeah. I, and it, them, on their date in the city until they get to the bar where he has to break the ice. Uh, the sock hop thing, even the end where she just gets a dance number. I'm like, this is, this is too much. Yeah. It's too long. This movie should be an hour 28. And I said know, it's almost two hours. Like, maybe they're trying to, like, show, have a cultural maybe. sense. Yeah. Um, which I respect. And I think they did some of that very well. Uh-huh. I mean, I don't know how accurate it is, but it seemed pretty good. But yeah, just a little, yeah, too too much of the the melodrama, foo foo stuff. Yeah, I want to see some karate. No, they're full, so again, this is a, it's a two almost two hour movie. There is not a lot of karate in happening. You know, in the first one, there's not a lot of karate either. But it's at least Daniel's getting his ass kicked every fifteen minutes. Yeah, and we got yeah. some cool training, like cool training and montages. Training, yeah. yeah, this is just these guys keep showing up, saying we're gonna fight. All right, I'm going to give you one more day. All right, I'm going to give you three days. All right, I'm coming back. We're going to fight tomorrow. That's all it was. Yeah. Dale gets kicked in the chest one, or, you know, in the midsection once. Uh, and then Chosen rips his shirt off. Little showdown at the sock op thing. And really, that's it. Until until Miyagi, until really the end, the last 30 minutes, where, you know, Miyagi, uh, they send the message, Miyagi gets to beat those guys up. That's great. Um... And then we didn't even get... <laughs> beats those guys up. We're going to get the showdown. Then the storm happens. Which... I, I don't... I guess the idea is... Saito... I mean, I get it. Saito just has this, like... He's been holding on his grudge for 40 years or whatever. He needs to learn to forget. Like, those guys were never going to fight. The storm doesn't look that great. Daniel is... 15 yards away from the door for a lot of this where you have to keep sending guys out to go get people. Yeah. Just visually, I was like... Definitely. It, this does not look like this massive... Yeah. S- definitely some staging issues in the storm. Yeah. And clearly, 
clearly filmed on a on a set, right? A soundstage. Yeah, there, definitely like you know something that Denny Villeneuve would have like had. It would have been a master scene, right? Right. It didn't and, look as dire as I think they were trying to convey. Yeah, and I agree with that. I, I mean, I I think the storm. I think that was good for. I, I think. You're right. Executed poorly. Uh, I think the storm idea and and Sato coming to terms with Miyagi right. works. But yeah, just this whole in and out of the storm, the storm shelter or whatever. You're right. It's, <laughs> and yeah, then he's like, running. He's got the belt. He's like hitting the electric lines with his belt. I'm like he's just gonna fry him. Yeah. And then the electric is like making the bell ring. I'm like, well, that's kind of cool, I guess. Uh, we, we just said like okay we gotta go help these people it's like you just ran 10, 10 yards to go help this woman it's like okay we gotta run another take it back to the door I can't go back out there it's too dangerous okay well it's really just, it's just it's not that far yeah you can almost reach your hand out and just just kind of help pull him in and then you know uh, say no just uh, I'll, I'll go help him the last 10 feet yeah I must go over it's like and that's his redemption and he had to right? redeem himself but yeah when you could see him like out the yeah. door you're like hey lady just get up and walk if we did this now, like if we remade this, that would be this big set piece. It'd be crazy. Final storm, yeah, right? It'd be crazy. Yeah, where you're like, oh, Dale's in danger. Sato's in danger. Dale's in danger. Like people are in danger. And yep. now I just was like, come on, Chelsea. You could you could have just gotten out there a little bit, offered offered a hand for for him to climb that pole. Yeah, his weird, awkward, you know, becoming a mouse in the storm shelter was weird. Yeah. And, and and forced. I feel like uh, Sato is it Sato or Sato? Sato. Uh, S A T O. I think it's S A T O. Yeah. Sato. 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 I don't know if he's hamming it up a little bit, but I'll put him in the unintentional comedy when he's trapped in the house and presumed dead, and him just like, "If you've come to fight me now, I'm gonna tell everyone you're a coward." I was like. This is great. That was such a stupid line. I loved it, though, because it's so, like, he's trapped. They're clearly helping him. He's like, ah, oh, you're here to fight now. <laughs> it just felt very, um, it felt very, like... G.I. Joe? Akira, Akira, like, samurai, like, yeah. 1950 samurai movie, like, dialogue. Like, ah, yeah. oh, I'll fight you now. To come out of this harrowing storm this life-threatening storm carrying this child and the first thing on Sato's mind is he just learned his lesson about vengeance and the first thing he comes through the door is you're dead to me to his nephew <laughs> is I was like man Sato, you know how to hold a grudge yeah and I do think a lot of that too was they were they were squeezing so much development yeah into five minutes right because then the very next scene he's just like I, w- I was wrong. Yeah. Like, I mean, but we are talking about a man who goes out and hits a timber 10,000 times a day? Yeah. Minimum? So, oh, yeah. Minimum 10,000 times a day he hits that timber? Mm-hmm. Uh, he's got some high blood pressure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's... Yeah. Yeah. he's yeah. <laughs> I just... He, he just... He cracked me up throughout this thing. And, uh... But, yeah, it just... I was like, this is corny. But... He's selling. He's just over the top with it. Yeah, just, ah, comic book. Yeah, everyone will sure. know you're a coward. It's like what? What do you think he's doing out here? Yeah, it was a very comic book. Yeah, but Miyagi, like, 
I'm gonna, I'm, you 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 hit that you hit that piece of lumber ten thousand times a day. I'm with this once. Hit it once. But that's the power of friendship. Yeah. <laughs> is what he was showing him. Um, drum move not as cool as crane kick, though crane kick kind of lame. I I I do like the throwback to the crane kick. Yeah. Yes. Because yeah, these dumb American rich boys have no idea what this is, mm-hmm. and then so Daniel may, probably didn't even execute the crane kick correctly in, in the first one. Yeah. But the guy had no clue. In this one, he clearly did not execute it correctly because it was blocked. I love that he just catches the foot, which yeah. is like, yeah, that's a hundred percent. It's like what he went, would do. yeah, like it's funny because Daniel he goes to he goes to his fatality, yes, and just messes the messes the input. Miyagi head nods him, like do it, yeah, and he's like, okay, I'm, this is my move, and then the guy just catches his foot and then uh, kicks him. Uh, which is great. But then Daniel throws a great back elbow. And then uh, just visually, when he's, th- when he's doing the drum punches, I was like, <laughs> it was almost like your arms don't work. So he's just like, like his uh, elbows are pinned to his side. And he's just like swinging his arms like a, uh, like a, like an inflatable tube man back and forth to do these like punches to the guy. Yeah, that, that was, yeah, the, uh-huh. The Miyagi drum technique is not that cool. Uh, and 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 but everybody having the drum that was... pissed me off. When Miyagi started doing the drum, I'm like fuck yeah, let's go. Then all of a sudden, everyone's everybody got a drum. Just, everybody's I'm had like, a drum in their pocket. I think that really like it should have just been him it's the whole yes. time because um, it was silly that everyone had a yeah. drum. and everybody knew what he was doing, right? It, but I thought the drum technique was a Miyagi that was like his secret karate. Yeah, I mean, it just kind of it, it really definitely took away from that scene because I think if it would have just kept Miyagi doing that, yeah. it, it would have been far more powerful. Have everyone looking looking at Miyagi like, "What are you doing?" Yeah, you know. And then, but Daniel's the only one who knows. Like, okay, I know what to do. This is a last, this is last, last resort, last resort type yeah. of thing. Um, and I thought too, like there'd be like a block, and then you'd reach around your back and punch. Yeah, because that like, because the drums got the two things. So yeah, his. Yeah, not very cool. Yeah, he really? should have done like a, a block, and s- the 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 other arm comes around the back somehow. Not physically, I can't physically do it. Right, but but, a karate but I'm not master. a gangly karate master yeah. like like Danielson. So yeah, well, you do get a nose honk, and that that's 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 a great end. That was a really good. I, I think that was a fun callback yeah. to the intro, which I still think I don't. I still think that intro was filmed during Karate Kid One. Uh-huh. And it was cut. For time or whatever, and then they're like, "Hey, we're making Credit Kid Two now. Guess what? We got some stuff." Yeah, that they drew, pulled out of the archive. I don't know. I could be wrong. That's how it felt. I felt like that was like right after. Yeah, but yeah, I did like the. Call. I like Daniel coming back to them because yeah. Daniel is a seventeen-year-old kid from Jersey. Yeah, he's not gonna kill a man with his bare hands. Yeah, we. I don't feel like he had that type. Of, Johnny, maybe. Oh no, dude! He had him set up for that nose hit. Oh yeah, I don't. I just. I don't think he had to kill. I don't think he had it in him. Oh no, he's done have killer. I don't, I don't think he no. ever showed like the whole time. He's he's a he's a sweet boy. Yeah, yeah, he's not, a killer. not a killer. But yeah. you know, Johnny might have chosen. You you switch it. He, he's he's striking you down. Um, I I do like the end of it. I do like uh, live or die, man. It just good die. line. It was a good line. Yeah, and the way he delivers it, like yeah, it just live or die, man. Die. 
Wrong choice. Wrong. Yeah. <laughs> I just honks his nose. Yeah. Uh, you know, I'm Lord willing, uh, as a 38 year old man, I hope I'm never in a, a physical altercation, you know, again. But if I am, and I get the upper hand, you best believe I'm honking that guy's nose. Yeah. 100%. I, you know, the storm scene, too, was also a relief to me because I, dude, I did not want to see Sato and Miyagi fight. I didn't want to see that at all. No. I like Miyagi doing defense and jumping in when he had to. Yeah. But I did not want to have to see Miyagi and Sato fight. And I, I, I had no I could not remember what happened. And I when Sato shows up when the whole you know, the limo takes him to the airplane you know, the hangar or the warehouse and Sato shows up and he's like, Oh, this like it's like, okay, he's he's the big boss villain but it's like we're gonna fight. I'm like Are, is this how the movie does the movie end with the, with two 70-year-old men <laughs> karate fighting? Because I don't know if I, like, I like Miyagi. I like that he gets to stand still and people work around him. And then he throws, like, you know, defense and he looks like a badass doing that. Mm-hmm. I don't, I don't know if I wanted to see two of those guys, you no. know, trying to choreograph uh, our, our and fights it. I'm glad we got Daniel and Chosen. Yeah. That was a nice, to me, that was a nice twist. Yeah. We didn't actually see them fight. Yeah. Because it was looking like we were going to. He just was not. I mean, it was, he had to save the village. Uh, when, and I when was the, like, man, it's got him over a bucket. Yeah. When, when Granddad Miyagi dies on his deathbed, he puts the two hands together. In my mind, I was like, okay, they are going to fight, but it'll be one of those things where like, they'll realize at the end, like, that they love each other. Yeah. I'm glad we just got that in the storm. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, though, wouldn't it be great if he was trapped under, under the house? I mean, I was just like, all right, it's go time. <laughs> all right, this is what, hey, we said now. It's midnight, bro. Yeah. It's midnight. Yeah. He's been using all this, like, oh, I left Okinawa. Now I'll be back tomorrow. No, my dad died in three days. No time now. <laughs> no backing out. And you know what? Santa would have fought him. Pinned underneath the thing. He would have. He would have been swinging. <laughs> he, he was mad. Um, would you like to see a sequel to The Karate Kid? Um, we know there's a third, but did this get you amped up to like watch another one? You know, not really. Not really. I don't think I have ever seen the third. Me neither. Um, I don't, yeah, I don't think I've seen the third, but no, I don't. I don't think I needed a two, to be honest. Yeah. I liked it. I but d- one could have stood on its own sure. in time forever. I liked that what they were able to take from one, which was the connection between the the chemistry between Miyagi and, and Daniel, it still works in two. And so if I did watch a three, I'm just like, I kind of, yeah, like, oh, let's get the band back together. Like, I bet those two probably. Keep it going. I assume they're both in it. Um, Macho is for sure. Macho, yeah. I hope it's not a thing. Where, like Miyagi's not in the third. One. I know. He, I know he's back for the next Karate Kid. Um, but so if I were to ever want to watch it, it might be the only fair reason of like I don't need to see. I don't need to watch it for the karate aspect, but these two guys just hanging out, like yeah, those are my favorite. Like I just. Honestly, if the show, if the movie was just them at Miyagi's house, like, doing odd jobs, I'd be, I'd be, those are my favorite parts. Oh, yeah. Or just, you know, 
that scene in one where um, Mr. Miyagi's fishing and, and Daniel falls in the lake. Yeah. That was, I was laughing so hard because just the way Pat Morita's del- laughing his, his sack off. And yeah. Like, it was just, I don't know. Laughing at his own joke. Oh, Daniel's son left behind the ear. <laughs> I like when people laugh at their own jokes. This makes me laugh. Yeah. <laughs> it's a very old man thing to do. Yeah. Too, yeah. You know? <laughs> um, what about a remake? I don't know. I just don't think karate's cool anymore. Like in the eighties and nine, in early nineties, karate was cool, and it's just not cool anymore. When you actually think of the plot of the first Karate Kid, it's pretty corny. That it's this kid he learns karate and then enters a tournament to total cheese. Yeah, absolutely it's cheesy. cheesy. Yeah, and yeah, I just don't think it's cool anymore. I think if they did it now, it'd be too like actiony, and it's like that's not the chart. That's not. That's not what made the Karate Kid. The, the karate is not what makes the Karate Kid cool. When you're six, it's cool. But like now, watching it's like that's not what made this movie good. Right. It was. It was like the coming of age. It's the Sarah father. It's the coming of age. It's this kid going through high school. When you're six, eight, ten years old, seeing it for the first time. Yeah. The karate. The karate is why you like it. Yeah. When you're an adult and you rewatch it, you actually like. Yeah, the coming of age, the story, the, yeah. the plot. And the characters in the emotion mm-hmm. because it has all that. It's really a, a, a masterpiece of a movie, the original for all ages. Yeah, it really it really is. I think. Yeah, I, it and I mean it's definitely. I mean it's very eighties, but like it's it, it's just very effective and it does what it set out to it does what it sets out to do very well. Yeah. Uh, and you know they, I mean they they actually did a remake. I've never seen it, but like this type of movie has been remade. Where like a kid comes, an old wise man teaches him martial arts, and he learns. And it's just it doesn't capture what the karate what made the Karate Kid cool. Yeah. Um, plus the music, you know, you're not gonna get uh, Peter Cetera like having a kick ass song at the end of a movie that was made in 2024. It's just not gonna happen. Who's Peter Cetera? He, uh, he he was the guy who does the uh, I am a man who will fight for your honor. I looked it up. I was like, <laughs> who did this song? It's Peter Cetera. Oh, because I always think of the you're the best from Oh, for the first one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean that one rocks was, too. That that must have been one. That one must have been number one on Billboard. Yeah, <laughs> I mean that one's fantastic. But yeah, for the second one too. I was like, you know, this weird this love ballad at the end of this movie. I was like, it's a good song. I feel like we don't get the songs written for the movie anymore. Yeah, we just pull off. We just we just buy a song off of the you know the the Billboard top. Whatever's it, and it's what's already popular. Yeah, we we don't get anyone writing an original anymore for a movie. Yeah, uh, Joe Esposito. Yeah, we don't get yeah, a Joe we don't Esposito. Get Joe Esposito. Yeah, doing uh, you're the best. Which yeah, when that tournament starts and it's just you're the best. Right. And just watching that tournament. Like, it's a very like you say. It's not cool. It's if you took away the music, it's like this is a dorky thing these people are doing. Like that's a, it's a high school karate tournament. Like the, yeah, the needle drop to watch that karate montage yeah. is awesome. Yeah, yeah. Um, I shouldn't say dorky, but it's, it's no different than any like like it, it could have been uh, wrestling or fencing or you know. But you know, it's, it's a high school extracurricular activity like yeah. that these kids are doing. That but great song. Um, uh, to it. 
Oh, uh, do you need to see Karate Kid 1 in order to enjoy Karate Kid 2? Yeah, I, I, th- I think you kind of do. I don't think I could have went into 2 blind and been like, uh, I think I would have liked, you know, Mr. Miyagi, but I don't they know. So. Do they the, do the... I'm going to say... I'm going to say no. Be, you could just watch 2 and you wouldn't be lost. Because they do this thing, I, 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 I want to go back through our episodes and find out how many movies have done this, where they do the recap at the start of two. Oh, God, that was brutal. <laughs> of what? I know Friday the 13th did it. I know um, what, Halloween 2 had, like, the, like, where it's like, oh, these just, like, line up. But the montage of the first one that leads us into the final scene of one that goes into two. Major negative. Yeah. We should have mentioned that in the negatives. That was horrible. I, I kind of blocked it out. Like, oh, they're like recap. It's one thing to like do the end of the first one that goes into two, like Friday the 13th did, right? Mm-hmm. But to actually have this like montage of the clips of the first one. I mean, they went to him, like the Halloween dance to, um, uh, they were showing clips from what, like the, when they wrecked his bike, like, him meeting Miyagi for the first time, all crammed into this, like, intro. And maybe I'm so mad about that part because I did watch them so close together. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't need that. If I was going to see in the theater two or three years later, maybe I would not I would have been a little, especially uh, in the 80s pre-internet. Right. And, you know, probably didn't have it on home video. Maybe a recap like that would have been beneficial. Mm-hmm. So maybe in the times it's okay, but right now we could just edit that out for the you know the the Blu-ray. Or Open it right up at the end. I guess it'd be kind of a be a bold opening to open it right in the shower. Uh, but maybe you know you just, you play back the crane kick because I mean really the crane kick to him you know I mean that's fifteen seconds. You start too with like that first fifteen seconds of the movie. Boom, and then we're, we're off to the races. Shower, gets his trophy, parking lot, parking lot brawl. Um, but yeah, I mean, if I if whatever reason you were just like on Netflix, you're like, I don't know, much like I did with Shazam, and you're like, I'm going to throw on Karate Kid 2, they'll catch you up. Yeah, they will if you watch from the beginning. Yeah. That's for sure. <laughs> I still don't think you can really appreciate it. No, no. I mean, you would definitely, like, you you want to watch the first you. You would need to watch the first one to appreciate the second one, but you wouldn't be confused watching the second one. You just would probably be like, "This is a dumb movie. Why do people? Why do people like the Karate Kid so much?" Yeah. So, well, you started with two. That's yeah, yeah. that's your mistake. What character uh, would you most like to see a spinoff of? Whew. I know the movie Mike wants to see. It's probably not causing his brain, but you want to see Sato, ten thousand karate chops. So the lumber, that's the whole movie. Every morning. Every morning he goes out there, it's the same piece of wood that they found, whatever. Out on the beach together or yeah. whatever. And he just chops it, you know? <laughs> yeah, I want to yeah. see, see Sato. Yeah. Sato. Chosen running his, uh, his uh, fruit-buying knockoff business. <laughs> yeah. I didn't really understand that scheme either. So he put a fake weight, but the weight broke. So it, like, I was like, wait, shouldn't 
That doesn't make sense. If the weight is fake, then the vegetables... You'd want it to be lighter, right? You want the scale to be lighter. I assume... I assume you want happening. the weight to be heavier... Yes. ...than the actual vegetables. Right. But the weight is lighter, so that doesn't make sense. Yes. It doesn't... I assume what's happening is that uh, vegetable and fruit merchant farmers are selling to Chosen. They put it on a scale, the scale weighs it, and then they pay them based on how much weight it is. So if the scale was lighter, you would pay them less. But if it was heavier, you pay more because you're buying more volume. So why would you have a fake weight that would make your scale seem lighter? No, it it would make your scale seem heavier, right? Because you have this fake weight on there, and they go, "Oh, well, count how many weights are on there." Yeah, it doesn't make any sense. Doesn't matter. You want, yeah, you want, you, you want, want your five pound weight to actually weigh ten. Ten pounds. pounds. Yeah, yeah. So five pounds of bananas, you're only ten pounds. You're, you're ten pounds of bananas, but you're only paying for five. Five pounds. Yeah. Right. Where, what I comprehend is he's paying for ten pounds of bananas, but they're only five pounds because he has a fake weight. Yeah. He's putting a fake weight on there. Uh, no one ever said Charles was good at what he did. <laughs> that was, uh, you know, maybe that's why he was so bad at Daniel. It was like, you've disgraced my honor. It's like, I was doing all these guys a favor. I'm secretly giving them more money, but you you blew the whole ruse. I'm going to have to tune into Cobra Kai Season 4 to see if that's what was going on. That was what he was mad about. Yeah. He truly is. Like, if it were to him, who's more wronged? Johnny or Chosen, it's Chosen because he was just trying to, you know. He's actually undercutting his uncle. He was undercutting his uncle, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, all right, you've seen them both now. Which would you watch first when you want your Karate Kid fix? Karate Kid 1. What about when you want your Daniel LaRusso dancing fix? I, th- I still think Karate Kid 1. Yeah. He does go to a dance in that. Yeah, I mean... It's a great shower uh, costume. The whole whole Halloween scene, I think the Halloween party's awesome. Yeah. It's It's a funny costume. The shower's a funny costume. Mr. Miyagi's perfectly great. It is funny that he's like, I would go if no one could see me. He's like, so you're going to wear the most, like, the thing that everyone's going to be looking at. Like, yeah, no one can see you in it, but all eyes are on you. (laughs) It's Halloween. You could have just, like... Done a sheet and been a ghost. Yeah. Like... 45 other people. Right. <laughs> Find out what the Cobra Kai guys were wearing and just wear the same costume. And then they like they would never suspect you. No. Not at all. Yeah. It's the first one. Uh, now I'm just thinking of like the Cobra Kai gang. That that kid the kid <laughs> There's two there's two great other guys in Cobra Kai. One is the guy who was like, He's had enough, man. That's, you're, you're crazy, Johnny. That's Bobby. Yeah, Bobby's got like some redemption to him, right? Because he, but he's the guy who throws the throws the kick. He ordered to, doesn't want to, doesn't want to, and but apologizes immediately after doing so. It's so great. <laughs> Hip throwing that kick, which I'm like, oh, you just came that guy's knee in, right? Like the way he does that flying kick. Yeah. Immediately, I'm sorry, Daniel. Oh, Daniel. I'm sorry. I was like, oh man, I feel I feel for this kid because honestly, the, I mean, Bobby just probably doesn't think he can take Johnny because I'm like. They'd be those two in the final, right? Right. Johnny like, versus Bobby? Fuck Crease. Like, I want to win, so I'll take Daniel out if I could. You know, he thinks he can. But, yeah. I mean, I guess worst case scenario, you don't take him out. You lose to Daniel. Now you got Crease choking you out. 
the park. I mean, it's I mean, it's a lose lose for him. It yeah. really is a lose lose for him. So you got that guy. You know, so he has the redemption. He's he's the guy in Cobra Kai that maybe isn't as uh, psycho as Johnny. But then you have the guy. You have the wild card. Dutch. Dutch is it okay? Cra- Dutch? Cr- crazy blonde hair. Dutch. Yes. Yeah. He's with the like the the mop top though. Yeah. And he's the guy who goes get him a body bag. Oh no, that's um. Dutch has the blonde, like curly blonde. Okay. Like seems like a total psycho. Yeah. Body oh, bag guy. Dutch Dutch has like the square head. Yeah. He's the one who's like, you're dead. Yeah. Yeah. He's scary. Yeah. Body bag guy. I don't Dale know. faces him early. I don't remember body bag guy's name. He but yeah, he has his mop top. But he's, he's like scary the, behind he's like the, the guy. fucking Joker, man. Yeah. He's just like he's always behind Johnny, like, yeah, man. Yeah. And then at the end, just Get him a body bag. Get him a body bag. It's over, Johnny. Get him a body bag. I was like, I I I love these guys. They're great. I I know they're the bad guys, but, oh, man, I want to hang with this crew. (laughs) In the 80s. Like, you know, by the time I got to high school in in the early 2000s, like, we're not having that. You made fun of the guy that took karate. Yeah. And, like... (laughs) You know, I was like, hey, You're man. like, what do you do? You karate kick me? You gonna crane kick me? Yeah. Or two thousands? Get him my bag? Like, hey, he's seriously hurt, man. Like, let's let's be quiet. Let's let the yeah, medical let's... team do their thing. Yeah, I call a paramedic, yeah. 80s? Different time. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> different time right with those guys. Like, yeah, get karate the body was bag. cool. It was, it was awesome to make fun of hurt people. <laughs> uh, no mercy. Like, that. Uh, um, and finally, the Karate Kid 2. Did we need it? I'm going to preface this with I didn't dislike the movie. Mm-hmm. I actually enjoyed Credit Hit too, but no, I don't think we needed it. I man, I I haven't like logged this in like my like letterbox. So I, I don't know what I'd give a star rating. I I think this is overall, if you ask me, is it a good movie? I would say no. It's no, it's bad. But it kind of it's pretty fun. Karate Kid too, like it's it's fun, like it's enjoyable. Karate Kid is good. It's yeah, a, it's a good movie. It's a it's a great movie. And yeah, I mean, I don't I don't think Karate Kid Two is a failure of a of a sequel. Yeah. I, I think it is a perfectly fine continuation. It's of, a solid like of the character. It's a solid C plus B minus yeah. movie. Yep. Where Karate Kid was like an A, it yeah. was like it was an A. It was a great movie. This is like eh, it's a C. Uh, not it's not awful. It's not like it's like ooh yeah. This is a don't waste your time. It's like no. I think anybody can watch this and be like yeah, that was fun. Especially if you watch the first one. If you went in cold, you'd probably be like this is bad. But yeah, as a continuation, like you said, it's, it's successful. But I'm gonna say we didn't need it. Karate Kid could have just been one of those things that was just the Karate Kid. Uh, but we also, I mean, we've got three of these. We got the next Karate Kid. We got a Karate Kid remake, and now we got four seasons of Cobra Kai. So it's a it's a franchise. Yeah. And I, I, so I I don't think I've seen three. I know I haven't seen the uh, the newest, and then there was one between them. Yeah, there was. So there was the next Karate Kid. Yeah, the Karate Kid three. Those were all at Ralph Macchio. The next Karate Kid, Pat Morita is in it, and I, uh, it's um, uh, she's a like a famous actor. Uh, she's uh from uh, Boys Don't Cry. Who is that? Uh, oh, Million Dollar Baby. Million Dollar Baby. Hillary Swank. Hillary Swank. Hillary Swank is in it. As I'd be interested in checking out. I like that Swank. one. I think time wise, it was just it lined up perfectly with me like being 
I don't know, probably like 12, and it being on HBO Showtime a lot. And so it's one I... I've seen it. I don't. I can't tell you. It's probably not good, but I've seen it a bunch. Uh, and then I've never. Yeah. Then they had the Jaden Smith, Jackie Chan remake, which I've never seen. And then yeah, just is that a hard remake? Jack Chan plays Miyagi, or Jackie Chan plays Miyagi, um, and Jaden. I don't. Daniel. Is he, is he Daniel Larusso? I don't know. But I believe Jackie Chan is Mr. Miyagi in it. <clears throat> so, uh, yeah, the Karate Kid too. Definitely check out the Karate. Uh, these are all. I think all five of the Karate Kids we just named are all on Netflix. I I saw a, a Karate Kid collection yeah. sub subsection in on Netflix. Yeah, when I, after I watched the first one, I was like, yeah. oh, I, was like, oh, I might I might just keep this party train going. Let's check it out. <clears throat> yeah. So if you have thoughts on the Karate Kid, you can email us at email us at dbtgpodcast@gmail.com. Uh, all right. Wrong side of the track. So you said when you announced, I go. I already had a movie pop in my mind. I thought about others that would fit this, but I was like, you know what? First thought, best best thought. Uh, and I've never seen this. I was actually like, how did you? How do you have something like that? I was like, you okay. said it, and because I'm, I'm gonna tell you the movie, and you're like, like, oh yeah, obviously. Okay. <laughs> uh, you said wrong side of the tracks, and the first like instantly, I was like, okay, well I know what I would do, but I, Mike's probably gonna take it. This is the most obvious wrong side of the track movie that, that there could be. <laughs> <laughs> um, we are going to do Grease 2. Oh, fuck. The sequel me. to Grease. I've never seen Grease 2. Okay. Uh, okay. Okay. Uh, Grease 2 is a rental, but Grease 1 is on um, HBO. So okay. You can watch. Yeah. I, I, you said Rise of the Track? I was like, oh, Grease. I was like, is there a sequel to Grease? And uh, I was like, eh, well, there is a sequel to Grease. All right. All right. Uh, I've never seen it. Michelle Pfeiffer's in it, though. I know that okay. much. So, I, I'm I'm a big fan of Grease. So yeah, I'll me be, too. I'll be actually very excited to rewatch Grease. Love, I love, I love Grease. Love Grease. Well, right now, when you do tune in for episode 400 to see if we still love Grease, that's a good point. Yeah, I, mean, I haven't I seen Grease probably in 15 years. Probably. Yeah, it's been high school at least for me. Yeah, that was always something like when my mom picked a movie, mm-hmm. she'd pick Grease. Yeah. Or oh sis- yeah, she'd pick Grease or Sister Act. I think there's only two movies she likes. Grease was a big my mom Disney. movie. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, we had the sound. I remember we, we we bought the soundtrack. We were going when I first time I ever flew to the Philippines. That's like a fourteen hour flight or something like that. She took me like Sam Goody, and I bought. Uh, she took, allowed me to buy CDs for the plane ride, and I got the Grease soundtrack and Harvey Danger um, album. Sitter. And I really just wanted the one. It was really just the one song I wanted. <laughs> Uh, but I bought those two CDs to take with me uh, to the Philippines. I think there was a third one in there too. But um, yeah, so we're gonna do Grease two. Uh, Till then, it's been don't be that guy. Guide sequel and remakes. Uh, I don't know what to say. Uh, wrong, wrong answer. Wrong. <laughs> Can you break a log like that? Don't know. Never been attacked by a tree. <laughs> <laughs>